this week we experienced some weak bitch energy with MJ and Jacenia. Heather arrives in a minivan and only one new girl remains. It was another episode where I felt like I didn't see much of The Bachelor himself. I just feel like this season is so heavy on all of the girls, all of the outside things, new girls coming in. And we don't even see a lot of Matt in the ITMs and even like talking about the episode voiceovers. It's just so strange to me. And I'm wondering if there's a reason that ABC is editing it this way or if Matt does something controversial at the end. I don't know. What do you think, Marcy? I don't. I mean, I think it's just it all comes down to Matt not being the most interesting TV character. I don't know that he has the personality to kind of carry the show for two hours every week. So they're kind of relying on this drama between the girls and we're not getting to know Matt at all. I thought last week was kind of a turning point, but then I don't know. It seemed like we're kind of back to the show being all about the drama again. I agree. I did love at the very end of this episode, he and Serena P were doing that karate thing. And I was like, we need to see more of this. This is like fun. He was funny. He was cute. He was. Well, I feel like they keep doing that. Like they showed him doing the dancing with Maggie the one week. And we were like, where's this side of your personality coming from? Because we're not seeing it. All we see is even on their one-on-one dates, I feel like all we see is these girls like spewing information to Matt and him just kind of nodding his head and being like, thank you for sharing that. That must be really hard. And yes, we're not learning a lot. For sure. I I totally agree. So we'll get into the episode recap. First, we have some Bachelor news. I'm so mad. (laughs) Reality Steve has come out with who the next Bachelorette will be. I'm not going to tell you guys. I love staying spoiler free. I felt like this one was everywhere, though. Like it could not be avoided yesterday. I feel like Instagram needs to come up with some sort of rule that if you're going to post spoilers, it needs to have like a swipe feature or something because I stumbled upon it as well just because I saw something that I thought was a meme. So I clicked on it and it ended up being this spoiler, which may or may not be a spoiler based on what has come out since. So we're not going to tell you, like I said, I don't want to spoil it for our diehard. You can easily look it up. If yes, you if you want to know. It's everywhere, I feel like. So if you haven't come across it, I'm jealous because I just don't like spoilers. But anyway, a contestant from Matt's season tweeted false to reality Steve's tweet saying who it was. And this rumored bachelorette said news to me. Yeah, she Instagram storied. It was a little coy, though. It makes me think that it could be true. We'll see. I um, like even. Okay. The other thing about Twitter and Instagram is even when you aren't following the person, if someone likes a tweet, now that's showing up on your timeline. I, yes. I don't want that. Go away. I see. I like that I, just for like, dis, it's almost like having the discover feature on Instagram. But for stuff like this, I don't like reading the spoilers. But whenever I see reality, Steve, I'm really cautious about reading it. But the Instagram spoilers make me so mad because I read who won Colton season on accident on Instagram a couple years ago too. So yes, it's just so hard to avoid the spoilers now. It really is. It really is. And I feel like they're everywhere on Instagram now. And it's like Matt's final five, Matt's top four. Like, Mm -hmm. so, and I'm like, no, (laughs) yeah, get away. (laughs) So hopefully when we don't click on them, Instagram knows to not feed us that info. I don't know how that algorithm works, but right. um, So we had a couple listeners reach out to us about Rachel and the rumors kind of flying around about her. The background on all of this is that a TikTok user accused Rachel of bullying her in the past for dating black men. Another person accused Rachel of liking racist photos on Instagram. And then last week, new photos emerged that she attended an Old South like plantation-themed frat formal. So Matt was asked about it and he said, quote, I would say that you have to be really careful about what you are doing on social media. Rumors are dark and nasty and can ruin people's lives. So I would give people the benefit of the doubt and hopefully she will have her time to speak on that. And normally these women and the men on The Bachelorette cannot speak during the show, like when it's airing. They sign crazy contracts. So... If she comes out with a statement, we will, of course, update everyone. But it does seem like Matt's sticking up for her. I think she goes far based on things that happened this episode as well. We saw 
Matt not reciprocating certain girls saying that he was falling in love like he did with Rachel. So that was interesting. But we'll keep everyone updated on that. And Marcy, where is Jed's podcast? He, I think, <laughs> did not realize how much goes into it and really thought he could I just agree. Like, drop it February 2nd. And now, I seriously, I'm not kidding. I look at Jed's page and Jed Talk's page every single day to see if it's dropped yet. And it still says coming. That's a full week late. So it's late. So, week. I mean, I'm assuming he had to have had it ready. He had to have had it ready to be like, okay, I'm launching it tomorrow. So I'm wondering if it didn't get approved or some. I don't know. Yeah. But either way, it hasn't come out yet. So we're anxiously awaiting. For all of you people out there who don't know all of the work that goes into a podcast, a lot of times it takes, it can take Apple Podcasts like anywhere from, it could take like 10 days, even two weeks for them to approve of the show. And you have to have the right artwork dimensions. You have to, they have to like vet your description of the podcast overall and if I had a guess, I would think that, well, I don't know, though. I don't, I don't know, because it could be on Spotify, but it doesn't seem to be anywhere. So I don't think that he had it fully ready and claimed he was going to drop it and then just it's nowhere to be found. Yeah, I'm really curious where this is. I I mean, I'm assuming it'll come out at some point because it seems very ready. He has his artwork and his branding all ready to go. So I'm curious. He also seems to have disappeared, gone under the radar ever since the Dylan Twitter rant that we talked about last week. So... Not sure what that means. We had some um, <laughs> exciting, you know, the Super Bowl was this weekend, but I think more exciting than the game itself was a Peter and Kelly sighting in Tampa. A reunion? Yeah. So what do you think about this? Okay. So I saw that Kelly was there with Kelsey from Peter's season. Mm-hmm. And were you confused? I was very confused by this pair. I didn't know that they were friends. I did know that they were friends. I read something prior to like right when it came out that Kelly was dating Peter. I read that her and Kelsey were friends. I know Kelsey and McKenna are really good friends. And McKenna was saying she's close with Kelly. So I think they were like a little group in the house. But it's funny because Kelsey's also close with Victoria F, Maddie and Hannah Ann. So random. Who I imagine they do not like Kelly. So Kelsey seems to be friendly with everyone. But as soon as I saw Kelly was there with Kelsey, I was like, she is totally going to see Peter because I saw Peter, Blake from Becca season and Jason Tardick from Becca season and dating Caitlin Bristow were all there. Yeah, they were in like a celebrity volleyball match. So I have since read an article since this picture came out that I guess Kelly and Peter both knew they would be in Tampa for the Super Bowl. So they had plans to meet up, catch up. They knew they were going to see each other at this volleyball game that Kelsey and Kelly went to. And apparently a source close to the couple, they didn't say who it was. Um, and of course, neither of course. Per, like Kelly and Peter haven't spoken out on this, but apparently they're quote unquote working on their relationship. So they're not back together. They were very clear about saying that, but I guess Peter regrets his decision, apparently, according to this source. But Kelly is hesitant to get back with him because yes, she doesn't Kelly, think... Kelly, run. Yeah. Run far away. I. This she doesn't so think mean. he's ready to commit, which he's clearly not. Duh. He's duh. bounced around from like four girls on his season. So I think Kelly had the right idea. He is like getting worse looking by the week. I swear. I don't know what he's He's like rugged now. It's the breakup. I- I think he looks like really rough since him and Kelly broke up. Disheveled. (laughs) Yeah. So he's clearly taking this breakup hard. Yeah. I think it's funny because so many people are like, in other news, we don't freaking care about Kelly and Peter (laughs) are spotted together. Like Twitter and Instagram were just absolutely ragging on them. So, you know, I think it's funny. Like Ari was one of the most hated bachelors because of what he did and just from bouncing from Becca and then to Lauren. But then I feel like he stayed on the spotlight and he is just in his relationship and he has his baby and he's good now. Whereas Peter, just like mind your own business and people might not dislike you as much. Yeah, and stop going to Super Bowl quote unquote celebrity, D-list celebrity volleyball games. And I also want to know Kelsey and Kelly, I follow both of them and they were posting so much about the Tampa Bay. Yes. Like... Uh, what was it, a Marriott or a Ritz-Carlton or something? Um, I'm not sure. See, I don't even remember. It didn't work. <laughs> your, your Instagram ads did not work. But the hotel must be letting them stay there, giving them free meals. Oh, probably. 
Are they even paying them to stay there? Like, that's insane. Probably not paying them, but I guess it's like, I bet they're getting a free vacation out of it. And I mean, it was Super Bowl weekend, so you can imagine what the rate of those rooms probably went yes. for. So. so that's the latest news. We can jump into the recap of hashtag weak bitch energy. Oh, this was... <laughs> MJ just continues to dig herself in this hole. She is so mean looking. Yeah, her faces were pretty harsh. I thought it was funny when she was like, I'm just overcoming so many fears this week. And she had so many buzzwords. I was like, this girl memorized a dictionary of like bachelor buzzwords. She's harmony like, and peace. Yeah, harmony. I just preach harmony and peace. And, you know, I'm just here to speak my truth. And my heart is so big. A mentally, physically exhausted card. That's a yes. frequent card that people pull. She was so fake because right before she went and talked to Matt, yes. she was like, all right, I'm going to fluff my hair. and Yeah, um, I'm back. You know. I had a moment and now I'm back. I was like, she's like, I'm a bad bitch. Like, <laughs> it didn't work. And then she's acting like all hurt. And she was like, oh, my God, I'm shaking. I noticed that when a lot of these girls are caught doing something wrong, they're like, oh, my God, I'm shaking. Yes, that's so true. I thought it was interesting, too, how when Matt sent her home they didn't speak or like you know he walked oh, in the yeah. car and they didn't they didn't do anything and she was like walking ahead of him were you shocked he got rid of her over Jacenia? I kind of was because I, was I felt I have in my notes that his body language with MJ was so much more like I'm so much more into yes. her than Jacenia. I felt like he was kind of leaning away from Jacenia and then he was like rubbing MJ's hand and yep. had his arm on her leg so I thought maybe he was a little more into her, but maybe he... At first, I was like, he's falling for all these girls who are really fake, like Victoria yes. with the act, and then now MJ. Bottom line, he must have seen through MJ's stuff. Yes. And that was that. So I actually heard on another podcast that MJ has a history of being kind of a mean girl. Really? Yeah. So again, I feel like people come out once people are in the spotlight, and you never know how credible these sources are but on this podcast the host had received a dm from a girl who went to high school with mj and said that apparently her name's meredith which we heard jesenia call her meredith during the show What? i didn't hear that yeah she was like come on meredith i guess she's only been going by mj for the past like year this is a new thing she's always that's like hannah ann was never yes. hannah ann oh my god okay anyway oh my god so she's meredith newly mj and I guess she used to, <laughs> according to this girl who knew her growing up, she was a really big mean girl. She was like part of the popular crowd. And there was like a rival friend group and kind of similar to the OGs and the newbies that she named them, I guess. And Varsity versus Jamie. Yes, that was it. <laughs> she, I guess, used to call her group of friends Celery because they were like the skinny girls. Shut And then she called the other group Cake up. because I guess the other girls were like bigger than them. You're kidding me. Yeah, this is what this girl said. And I guess she also used to make fun of people for eating Harry Potter on the bus, which is where I draw the line. <laughs> Marcy is out on MJ now, guys. Wow. See, okay, you and I have had this conversation before. Like, what would people from your high school say about you? Would they come out of the woodwork? I mean, obviously, we would never know, but... That's a really good question. I just wonder if people... I am like, sure there are people that would come out and be like, that girl was so annoying. <laughs> I used to do my uh, school announcements, which... You can never please anyone on that. Like I was either too annoying and too peppy and too, you know, fake. And it's like, okay, well then you go do the freaking school announcements, please. And let me know your take on it. Like if that's what the worst thing that people are going to say about me, no, that's okay. We don't, we don't call people celery and cake. What the heck? That is. Isn't that so mean? The sad part is, is that that wasn't that long ago. She's 23. Right. And it just sounded like this girl kind of knew her pretty well. I mean, also I don't, I don't know her, so I. It's not to speak know, to like the so credibility hard. of these, but you know, that's what someone she went to high school with said. Also, I don't know how old she was when she was making fun of people reading. A celery and cake is like so specific. How could you make that up? I but it's know. kind of funny too, like because she made up the varsity squad and the JV. Yeah. That's kind of what she was comparing it to. She was like, this isn't the first time she's labeled groups. Interesting. So MJ goes home. I thought it was interesting that the girls were happy to see Jacenia. So she's clearly well-liked in the house. Mm -hmm. Did you notice they were all like, oh, hey, yay, you know? Yeah, they seemed really excited for her to be the one. Yes. Another note from this, it now moves into the rose ceremony, and there's no cocktail party. He's like done. He's cutting people. 
Ryan was such a crier. She was taking it hard. I mean, she was like shaking. She said, I've never been so scared and anxious in my entire life. And I'm like, then you've had a pretty damn good life, girl. <laughs> like, I mean, I get it. There's so many emotions. I totally, I mean, I don't get it. I've, I've never been in that situation, but I know. I felt bad for her. She was distraught. But I honestly, I cannot believe Brittany went home and ABC aired all of that escort drama. All of that was just so ridiculous for her to be on the show for two episodes. I agree. I did not see that coming. When I saw that she didn't have a rose, I was so confused. But then there was one rose left. And I'm like, oh, it's going to Brittany. Right. And thank God Serena C is going home. No. So I saw it was like Katie, Serena, and Brittany. And I was like, okay, well, we know Katie and Serena stay because in the previews they had that explosive fight that we knew they hadn't had oh, yet. Oh, you're right. Yep. So I was like, I can't believe Brittany's going home. I kind of feel bad for her. That's I totally her do. Two episodes are just completely painted in this horrible light. She was the storyline for two full episodes, though. I mean, I definitely thought she went further. I didn't think she would win, but for sure, I definitely saw her going a couple of weeks more. I thought it was interesting too how he called all the new girls first, the last rose ceremony, to like prove a point, and then he just gets rid of all of them besides Michelle. Yeah, he's like, all right, well, that was nice of me. <laughs> he clearly didn't have that big of a connection with any of them. And no. He probably knew that right away. I think at this point in the show, like, we learned at the very end of this episode, there's 10 girls left. So I think at that point, you know who your front runners are very clearly. And you probably don't need more time other than with, like, probably four people that you are clearly interested in. Yeah, I'm jumping ahead, but the previews show him on a one-on-one with Jasenia, which Shocking. blew my mind. I don't see them having a connection, but maybe something changed after this whole two-on-one thing that we're not seeing. Maybe, or he sends her home. So That's true. Okay, so what did you think of the Serena versus Katie drama post-Rose ceremony? I had a couple people texting me like, I missed it. Why is Serena C pissed off at Katie. I, I think I missed it too. I'm confused. Yeah. So so Serena calls out Katie and claims that because Katie discussed the drama of the new girls versus the OGs, Matt had this two-on-one and therefore is exhausted and therefore doesn't have a cocktail ceremony. And that is somehow Katie's Well, fault. I like that Katie was like, if you have a problem with him canceling the cocktail party, like take it up with Matt. Don't take it up with me. I agree. As soon as Serena went after her, I was like, oh, girl, you're not going to win this <laughs> Wrong battle. person. Just the wrong person. I did think Katie got a little... Too heated? Crazy, too. Like, a li- yeah, there's a little sprinkle of crazy in some of the stuff that she was coming back with, but... I like that she was just like, all right, well, thank you for your feedback, and then stood up and just left. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that is the energy that I need to bring to an argument I thought sometime. it was interesting, though, because... So then the fight ended almost as quickly as it started, I thought. Yeah. It, neither of them like got very many coherent words in. I didn't really catch a lot of what was being said. They were talking over each other. And then Serena goes downstairs and talks to a couple of the girls in what looks like the living room. And Katie's in her room, but kind of sneaks down and surprises Serena as she's talking. And I loved that because I thought she was like, you don't need to whisper. Oh my God. I knew that something else was going to happen with that. I was like, oh God, she's going to walk in on her. But... At first, I was like, oh, people are kind of on Serena's side. But then in the end, I changed my mind. And I think that they are they were kind of on Katie's. Kit kind of says something like, yeah. I don't get why Serena's so mad. I envisioned Serena C as part of this quote-unquote mean girl tribe. But Katie says that MJ is the last of them. So Serena's like very much like squeaking by not being associated Which is with weird. the mean girls when she's been saying all this stuff the whole time. Yeah, I think she's been very negative. She doesn't smile. She's very negative. Yes, exactly. Yes, she's always just like very uninterested looking in everything and has just very bored look. We need to bring up how they keep saying my word, antics. Yes, you really started that with Claire. <laughs> like... I loved it. Every other word was the antics, and it's such a good yeah, word. Yeah, Serena was loving that word. Yeah, it, now Serena ruined it, but it's such a good word. I also loved the when Katie was like, pathetic. Yes. <laughs> like with the clap. My last note on this is there are still so many girls here 
because you see um you see him come in or yes. who came in with I don't even know but they were reading the day card and I'm like okay Chelsea hasn't had a one-on-one Abigail hasn't had a one-on-one Katie didn't have one until this episode these people who are a lot of strong contestants yes and have a connection with Matt and it's so it's weird that Jasenia is getting one and even Piper I think it's weird she got one because we haven't really seen a ton of her no this season so maybe we jump ahead to that part we'll come back to the Heather thing because I kind of oh yeah oh my gosh I can't wait to get into Heather edited into this I thought Piper's date was a little bit boring. And I have a question. I wonder, so it looked like it started at night. I wonder if they cut out the day part because it was so boring. Just because I was bored after just watching one night of it. <laughs> and I wonder if there was the day part like there typically is and they just cut it out because it was so boring. Well, I'm thinking the way that they shot it, they wanted it to be a surprise and they couldn't have possibly done that during the day. But... I guess, yeah, because I guess Easy had a date that started at night. Yeah, and look what happened to him. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I thought it was cute, like the little private carnival. It was. I have to say, this is like, I have this extremely weird fear that nobody really understands. But like, when I'm driving by things in the dark or like walking by things in the dark and there's something like really big looming in the distance, uh-huh. I freak out so like, like a tree or like no 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 like like an abandoned like strip mall oh do you drive <laughs> this sounds like a nightmare not like a normal driving situation okay or when when amusement parks are closed like if you drive by well that's cedar, creepy cedar point at night closed i oh my god i've never done that but yeah i feel like that would be creepy <laughs> like oh the six flags by gurney illinois I've yeah. driven past that at night, and I have been like, oh my god, I'm getting freaked out just talking about it. So anyway, when Piper is walking towards this amusement park that it's she like can't your nightmare. See, yes. I was like, this is horrible. Well, she even kind of said, she's like, I'm a little nervous. She's like, I always liked surprises until this show. I thought that was funny. I thought that was a great comment that she made. Yeah, I really liked that. Overall, they have like amazing chemistry. They do, but also, I mean, maybe it was just because their conversation wasn't anything like... I mean, I guess the dates are always kind of boring. They're always like, oh, you're so great. Like, this is so fun. How are you doing? Yeah. I don't know. The conversations are always the same. So I guess the dates do get a little bit boring. I also had no idea who this band was. They were very good, but I'd never heard of them. Oh, my them. gosh. They got so much screen time. I bet they got like a full either a minute to two yeah. minutes. It's interesting because I feel like they used to have people like Keith Urban or like – I'm surprised they didn't have like Chris Lane or something, you know, because he's married to Lauren Bushnell. Yeah. I guess they had him on. None of these popular people want to come on the show. Like they have to quarantine and then they can't do anything afterwards. Yes, but what else are they doing? I don't know. They're probably not following COVID rules <laughs> and out and about. <laughs> so I think it's clear to say that words of affirmation is Piper's love language. She, I have that written she down. like talks about how the culture in her family is to not like say... I love you or you're doing a great job or I'm so proud of you. It's more of like showing that showing you it. Love someone. Yeah, and she wants people to verbalize. I kind of relate to that. I mean, but then when she said her mom would never just call her and be like, Oh, I'm so proud of you, I was like, Oh, never mind, maybe I can't relate to that. I don't know. Yeah, it sounds like she's kind of from a tough family where maybe they Yeah, like tough love. Yeah, they're not like super fluffy and yeah. expressing My parents aren't like we don't like overly say I love you or like I don't know. Some families are like, oh my God, I love you so much, like every day. And I would say that we don't do that, but it's not the level of Piper's by any means. Either. No, I don't think I can relate to her. It probably sounds like it's a different level. Like maybe just her mom might be like very tough on her. Tough love. Yeah. But either way, I didn't think like we didn't learn a lot more about Piper other than her love language is words of affirmation. Yes. And Matt comforted her. I think he really likes her, but when she drops that she's falling in love, he does not say it back like he does with Rachel. I did notice that. I mean, I thought it was a good date, but not at the level of him and Michelle and the one. Rachel. Also, I thought later in the episode, Michelle and Brie are talking. This was during Katie's one-on-one. But they were saying it's the point in the competition where any one of these girls can have a great date. They can have fun and they're going to have chemistry, but it's just if there's that missing piece, like they're not coming back. Yeah. And I think that's a really good point because – all these girls are personable and fun. And beautiful. Yes, for sure. Right. Like in the real world, these would be great dates. Yeah, there is something to be said too about, like I've gone on dates with people and I have no clue why I don't like them. I just don't. 
Oh, I've so many of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's like, oh, he has a great job. He's cute. He was really nice, but I just don't like him. I feel like ninety nine percent of dating app dates are just horrible. You go on them and you're like, that. I literally felt <laughs> negative percent of anything. <laughs> Like, thanks for the fries. I came but. for the free dinner. Thank you. Um, okay, so I need to tell you about Heather. I have so many notes about Heather. Okay, so I think my TV cut out because I saw, like, half of this, I think. Okay, so Heather pulls up in a white minivan. Yeah, I was like, is this, like, a town and country? It must what? be, like, were they so low on car rentals, but nobody was traveling, so why? Why? Yeah, like... There's like, did Hertz be like, okay, this girl who's by herself need a minivan? <laughs> so she pulls up and the guard is like, oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. Um, this is closed. Like we're fully booked and this is closed to the public. And she goes, um, is there like any way I could like get in there? <laughs> and it had the subtitles too. So you could like read. See all the likes. Yes. And then he goes, oh, let me see what I can do. And he calls Chris Harrison and he's like, I have a Heather Martin here. <laughs> and Chris Harrison goes, what the F? There's no way he didn't know she was showing up. Oh, for sure. It's like super staged. Yeah. So they showed that in the beginning, right? That was like the beginning. Yeah, that very was the very beginning. Episode. Okay. So then really quick for the new Batch fans, Heather was on Colton season. She was 23 then, had never been kissed. And then unfortunately, Colton was her first kiss. Um, and I've read... I think an article that was published as of like the summer after her season, she had not kissed anyone since Colton. Yeah, there's that's strange. She is that's weird. She's best friends with Hannah Brown, who was also on Colton season. They hang out in California together, definitely on each other's Instagrams and stuff. At the time, I thought that she had already met Matt, but we find out in this episode that she's never met him. So that was an interesting little tidbit. But Basically, Chris Harrison comes up and he's clearly like social distancing. So he's like, <laughs> saw that. he's like way over. I think this is what my TV like okay. kicked back on. I was like, why is he so far? So, and Heather's standing there and then he's like, what are you doing here? And she goes, um, well, like, I'm like, you know, Hannah Brown is like one of my best friends. And like, she told me that we would be perfect together. So here I am. <laughs> No valid reason. Okay, if Hannah Brown really thought you guys would be perfect together, Hannah Brown could would have, have set, set you guys that up. up outside of the show. A hundred percent. And then I saw he like sent her away. He's like, Well, I don't really make yes. that decision and like go back to your hotel. <laughs> and <laughs> like, he goes, I'm gonna I'll take this up the hill. <laughs> like he had to go. I, I thought he was gonna say I have to ask Matt if that's okay. No, he's like, Oh, there's COVID protocol, blah blah blah. I'm like, well, Shouldn't we ask Matt if it's okay? But no, they're going to ambush him, of course. So so what I noticed about this was, okay, this obviously didn't all happen in the week that they're showing it. This had to have happened over a different period of time because if she had had to go back to her, to her hotel and then quarantine and get all these COVID tests, it obviously wasn't like a four-day. Yeah, he's like, you won't be able to come here tonight right. or whatever. And then it looks like she was right. there. <laughs> so this wasn't like a two- or three-day process. But I hate that they, I hated the stuff they were showing of her in her room. I thought it was, it was so painfully so bad. awkward. And she was like la cracking herself up. This is so mean, but she like kind of reminds me of like a horror movie character. <laughs> like she just always is like smiling and her, she doesn't blink and it's really creepy to me. I didn't. <laughs> I thought one of the most awkward things of the whole episode was when she walks in and does like that little wave to the girls. <laughs> so weird. I noticed that. The, like, worst thing that she could have done. And it was so awkward. And you could tell, like, she had no clue what to do. I loved when she's trying to push the sliding door. Yeah. And Bree's like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite voiceovers of the season. Oh That's up there with the, hey, Connor. <laughs> or, hey, Caitlin, it's me, Connor. That was the best. I cannot <laughs> wait for Paradise. So, yeah. Needless to say, I don't foresee this going well. I don't either. I'm going to be really curious if he keeps her for one week or sends her home right away because it's not going to last for much longer than. But if he, he risks it, because if he gives her a rose, I think he's going to really turn off a lot of these girls he's made a connection with. 
So I read that Dylan is apparently really good friends with Heather and his Twitter rant may have also been set off by, I guess, Heather had a really, may have had a really hard time once she came on the show and got all this backlash. And some people are speculating that his Twitter rant is kind of related to the Heather. I could see that because they kind of made her look a bit dumb in this episode, to be honest, all of her little hotel rendezvous and pizza on her head and and you know they were egging that on they were like all right do you like some gimmicky stuff and you know just be kind of silly and goofy yeah and then the way they show it because at least when the other girls were doing because everyone was doing it remember episode one they showed people in their rooms but it was a montage of everyone so it's not just like this awkward cell phone video i also like if you're that close to hannah brown and you're that you know you still know people from the franchise you would know that you should have gone in earlier. Well, that's why I'm kind of wondering if she showed up earlier in the season. If she showed up maybe, you know, week one or two. Yeah. And then because of the quarantine process, that's why she's showing up so late. Yeah, I wonder if she'll come out and say that and try to defend, like, I didn't show up more than halfway through. It actually showed up at this point, but I don't know. I don't, it's going to be, I, these girls look like they're going to, they're like, Katie's gone. Let's be mean. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's here to hold us accountable. <laughs> I I do feel for these girls, like all the crap that they've had to deal with. I really do, but I do too. It's been drama filled. The bowling date's fairly straightforward. I do feel bad because before, so when they were like, "Okay, we're competing for who's going to get time with Matt tonight," I'm like, "These girls have been through so much at this point. This is getting cruel that they've had all these competitions." Yeah, that's true. Like, no wonder there's so much drama in the house. That is true. And bowling, like you can't help. Michelle was so good, and I guess <laughs> she's so athletic. She's so athletic, and I guess they kind of evened it out at the end. I wonder if that was editing, though. But um, that's so rough to have your date determined on bowling. That sucks. I think Kit is kind of growing on me because she was like, "I love this date, even though I'm like the world's worst bowler." And yeah, she's she has kind of a good attitude. She's definitely grown on me. I love how she walked in with her lime green blazer and was just like disgusted that they were gonna be. Her face was just <laughs> like, oh god, he's in a bowling shirt and we're gonna have to bowl. <laughs> but then she had such a good attitude about it. I kind of like her. And then even when they were sent away, she was kind of making jokes with him. Yeah, yeah. She's like, are you sure? I think we're just gonna stay. I don't love that he brought them back. Yeah, like okay, make your decision because then that stressed all the other girls out who won. It's just so much like stress and anxiety this season for them. I think the way he did it was wrong. I think if he, before everyone had left for the night, I think if he had been like, all right, everyone can come back tonight, it would have been different. But those girls, I felt so bad for Chelsea because she especially just looked so sad when the girls came back in. I know. I felt so, she's so sweet. I really like her. I do too. I Her style is amazing. I don't really think that her and Matt are going to end up together at this point but I also think she's like too quiet and cool for paradise I think her and Abigail are just like very sweet girls yeah I don't see them like in paradise you think of like the Ashley eyes and the yeah uh like those twins and these girls that are like loud and crazy kind of and I just don't see or them. even like Kaylin isn't super loud but I feel like she has like a presence has her fair share of drama yeah yes yeah, for sure. So I, I don't know. It'll be very interesting to see who goes. Like, I could never see Michelle going on Paradise either. No, I think she's, I feel like Michelle's the new cool girl. She's like what I thought MJ was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> I know. She, I love, I have a note in here that Michelle and Serena P on this date, especially, they like barely wear any makeup. Yeah, that's true. And I love it. Like, they're that confident that you're on live tv in front of millions of people and you are wearing the lightest amount of makeup i think i've ever seen any of the contestants through all the years like they both have really nice skin they don't need it oh yeah it's stunning and i think that's what i like about katie too like she's not super fake looking and i just like this show has become so unrealistic i'm like no 25 year old looks like that all the fake eyelashes and michelle like i don't even know if she had mascara on i she is just so naturally pretty and I'm so sick of the lip fillers I am too and I think I mean these girls are so young and if you're already getting that stuff done what are you gonna look like at 32 yeah, like, when how do you sustain that th- at 31 when you're my age our age like what <laughs> hey I'm still 30 okay <laughs> I'm milking that <laughs> I had two people in one day call me ma'am 
and it like really hit me and then i was like i guess at 31 like i kind of am a ma'am i hate yeah. that <laughs> not a miss anymore <laughs> anyway so michelle gets the group date rose chelsea's definitely bummed um serena p says that she's falling for him he responds with a kiss she's starting to get on my nerves she's just way too young and like cutesy perky she is like yeah perky and cutesy which i guess is nice <laughs> yeah no she, i it's like which isn't a problem i just think for him it's too that wouldn't be a good fit in the end yeah like i think she's nice and always like really positive but sometimes i'm just like Ugh, don't be so happy yeah. <laughs> But and then like but then she was kind of like oh, I'm just gonna be rageful if yes. if Heather stays and I'm like what like there's just some things that she does that is young you can tell yeah that's true I was glad that he gave the new they didn't show a lot of the losing team getting one on one time which I yeah. liked I mean I'm sure they did have one on one time but it seemed like he still maybe prioritized the winning team a little bit yeah for sure and. It was kind of annoying, too, how Rachel and Kit were so worked up. I'm like, you just had a one-on-one. Chill out. Right. But I get Kit, it. Kit, like, put on her bathrobe, though. And then I was like, oh, does she have to, like, go get back ready? <laughs> I know. And then they're all crying. I'm like, oh, their makeup's all messed up. But they have to quick go get ready. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So the Katie one-on-one. Okay. So when they announced what it was going to be and they were going to be doing, like, pranks on Tyler C., I was like, oh, it's going to be so funny. So here, I feel like... Katie is really uneasy and nervous around Matt. Like I noticed she's really shaky and out of breath and doesn't come off as confident as she does on her own. I feel like she like thrives really on her own and like, and in the house. And when she's with Matt, I feel like she's not quite as um, like dynamic. Okay. That is is so interesting because I felt like she seemed much more confident. Well, and it makes sense now, but like, she seemed much more confident in their relationship than Matt was. And she was like running up and hugging him and jumping into his arms. I'm like, whoa, are you guys even at that like stage of your relationship? That seems... Yeah, like I don't think they've ever kissed. I didn't either, but then they did. Um, And I was like, oh, was that their first kiss? I don't even know. No, I agree. I think she seems more confident about their relationship, but I feel like just in general, like her as a person, I feel like when she's on her own, she just seems like so cool. She's so well-spoken. You know, she's, like, she's always in the drama of, like, kind of a leader in the house. And then when she was with him, I noticed yeah. she's really shaky. Like, her breath was, like, she had that nervous voice on. Yeah, I, I did notice. And she was like, oh, my God, are we at a spa? And I'm like, that does not sound like the Katie that we know and love. Right. <laughs> and then I was like, this date's going to be so funny because she's so goofy. And I thought that she could have come up with so many more funny things to do to Tyler. Yeah. I mean, it was still pretty funny. Like his face when they put the roller on his head was hilarious. And then when she was like, oh my God, you won't believe who I'm massaging. Yes. But he didn't really do anything. I wanted more reaction shots of him. I just like they could have done so many more weird things. It could have been like the Friends episode where Ross is giving the massage to that old man. Yes. Yes. <laughs> He's like, just like putting random objects on his back. <laughs> I also thought it was funny when they were playing pool and Tyler's like, so. <laughs> or golf. Yes. I, guys. <laughs> Last episode, I said that they were in the previews that they were playing golf, and I'm like, where did I get that from? I'm so embarrassed. So anyway, they were playing pool, um, and Tyler's like, "So, man, you think you're gonna get down on one knee?" It's like, yeah, the show is gonna force him to. Like, that's what is the outcome of the show. Okay, so I would I saw it another podcast that Matt was interviewed, and he said during this episode, Tyler fell for one of the girls. What? And he like said it very like, oh, you know, you have to watch to find out. And he was like, he falls for someone. He's like, it's not me. Like, it's not going to be like a bromance type thing. And I didn't see any of that this episode. So I don't know what he was talking about. I wonder if he met the other girls. Like slid into someone's DMs after or something? No, wouldn't that piss Matt off? That would be such a fun plot twist if Tyler dated someone from his season. I know. So I wonder if that's coming later in this season or if it'll come out that he like messaged someone after the season or something but I had seen that in an interview that's interesting so I don't know what he was referring to I also this is so bad I wonder if Matt chose Katie for that date so that like (laughs) the girls that he really liked would be like obsessed with Tyler (laughs) I did think it was funny um after he had sent her home She's in the limo and she's like, you know, I was just picturing football games with Matt and Tyler. (laughs) 
their friends. I know. I was like, I was like, this oh, is like a JoJo God. and Aaron Rodgers situation. Yes, dropping the um, Tyler's name. I was like, oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, she of course went out in a really classy way. Yeah, didn't say much. Yeah, she said, "I am who I am," and there's someone out there who wants that. I just see a bachelorette so, package in the making. I do too. The problem, though, that like you stated, I don't think is there anyone out there that will come on the show. Of course, there's someone out there in the world that would be perfect for her. I'm sure there's multiple people, but someone of that caliber to come on this show and like be with someone like Katie that's not afraid of like a very oh I'm sure headstrong sex positive I mean I woman. feel like the same I mean, could be argued about I don't know Hannah Brown was kind of out there like she was such a disastrous bachelor yeah and that look yeah, how that she's ended. one of the I feel like she went from being one of the most like disastrous disheveled bachelor contestants like remember when she couldn't even make the toast and she was just goofy all the time. and Yes, I forgot about that, yeah. Then she was named Bachelorette, and we were like, what? And then she just went on to be like one of the most famous yeah. Bachelorettes ever. And yeah, it didn't work out for her, but I think her life kind of took off from there. She was young, too. So if Katie's Bachelorette, she'll be 30. I don't know. I definitely like, we all like the Katie content. It would be really interesting because she would be, what is she, like 11th place? She went home. I mean, that's the Juan Pablo might have been around that too. It's interesting because I mean, when Hannah Brown was named, she was like Bachelor fifth or sixth, and that was a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Although I guess Matt James was like thirtieth because he never even went on his season. I know. Yeah, I don't know if people out there know this, but he was supposed to be on Claire's season, right? So. I mean, I guess it doesn't matter at this point. Yeah, it, it doesn't. They're really switching it up. I kind of, I guess I kind of like that it's not always the runner up or the third place. I do too. Because for a while there, it was always number three. Yeah. And you have to think about who can carry a season. Like Piper, no, definitely not. I like her, but no. Serena P, no way. Abigail, yes. I think I would like to see her. But she's also so sweet and soft spoken. I wonder if they're just probably worried about it being maybe like a Kayla Quinn situation because I remember they were testing Kayla Quinn out to be bachelorette yeah they were filming her and everything I think they had like pictures of her being filmed in her hometown and they went another direction so I think sometimes the really sweet girls just maybe don't who ended up being it instead of Kayla oh Jojo right which was a great love story for ABC to brag about because they're still together (laughs) well I wonder if Katie is bachelorette if she will be as preachy as she is with the girls in the house if she'll be like that with the men on her season I was wondering the same thing because Hannah Brown kind of had some of that too and I feel like Becca kind of did too with who's the guy who was like writing in his journal (laughs) the angry guy that Chris yes oh yeah um what is it goose yes (laughs) now divorced from Crystal wow yeah I could see her being maybe like a Becca like that yeah, I could too. If she is. Speaking of Goose, my he commented on my college roommate's photo, who she's kind of like an influencer. Oh. She's like super pretty. She's a travel nurse. And he was like, oh, sweet outfit. Or it was like something like so cheesy and like like the eyeball emoji. Or it was something very like classic like Instagram flirt thing. Interesting. And my friends were like, oh my God, did you see this? So yeah, anyway. Again, yeah, like Abigail's very quiet. I don't see Rachel with the controversy. I don't see them picking her. Can I share a theory I saw? Sure. And if people don't want to hear this, because it could be a spoiler, they can fast forward. Okay. But I've heard of a theory of why people think Rachel may be the winner. Oh, what is it? So I guess in her ABC bio, she says nothing makes her happier than charcuterie boards. And Matt has been Instagramming charcuterie boards every week. But this is like the Ben and Tasha theory. True. It's kind of like, again, it's like a theory. So it may not be really a spoiler, but people are suggesting that maybe he's making charcuterie boards for Rachel every week because there's nothing that makes her happier. But then I also saw another thing that I guess someone saw that Matt was listening to her Spotify playlist. Oh, that's like the, was it the Venmo with Peter and Hannah Ann? 
Come on, people. Do you know how creepy Bachelor fans are? Or was are? that Cassie and Colton, I thought, for Venmo? Oh, I don't know. I could have sworn it was Peter and either Peter and Maddie or Peter and Hannah Ann. I don't know. Maybe you're right, though. Definitely something with Venmo that someone creeped. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, people are saying, okay, you know, what are the chances you'd be listening to your ex's Spotify? I don't have Spotify, so I don't know how that works. I have Spotify. I never listen or look up people's lists. I just play Folklore and Evermore, like, on repeat. <laughs> Yeah, I just use Apple Music, my iPod. <laughs> oh my gosh, I do not use Apple Music. That's so funny. Okay. Yeah, so that's a theory for Yeah, season. that's interesting. I actually, I can't even think of who would be in the top four at this point, to be quite honest. Like Rachel, I think. Um, but Abigail hasn't had a one-on-one. I thought Brie would, but she we have barely seen Brie. Oh my gosh, Brie has just dropped off the face of the earth, and she's not even in ITMs or like doing any type of she's just not in it i mean she still could be a top four i think she's kind of one of those like sleepers she's just not in the drama yeah and i just think she's so pretty and she's a cool vibe abigail could be top four yeah what if kit's in top four I kit might be it. based on the previews oh, duh michelle i definitely think it's like michelle and rachel will take two of the four spots i think michelle and rachel could be top two yeah yeah so anyway katie leaves i couldn't tell if the girls were upset or shocked like they all covered their faces <laughs> did you notice that when they took the suitcase yeah a lot of them covered their faces which i'm sure it's a mixture of emotion you're probably just like okay it's one last girl but then yeah. you're also becoming really close to people so maybe some of her friends were sad but jesenia and serena c looked so happy and i'm like oh they look so mean i saw rachel cover her face i saw maybe kit too there's 10 people left after katie leaves you see Matt right away pull Abigail, so she got a little bit of... So Abigail got some validation right off the bat. And then we see the great scene with Heather trying to get the sliding door. <laughs> or the... What is that? Revolving oh, oh, door? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I actually hate those things. Like, anytime I have a choice, I go out a different door than the revolving one. At my old building, where I used to work, the sliding doors move so fast, and there's so many people that'll be going in and out of the building. It would like stress me out. I'd be like, I do not want to leave the building yes. during rush hour. That's what I mean. It's like scary when you get in there and it's like moving so fast. I want to talk about Matt's reaction to Heather. What did you think of that? About him laughing? He seemed so overjoyed, but I couldn't tell if it was because he was awkward and shocked. Okay, so I don't think he realizes why she's there yet, is my theory. Because he laughs, and Piper's like, I can't believe he's laughing. And I was like, I wonder if he thinks she's here to, like, do a date thing, if she's... That's a good point. I didn't think about... Yeah, I didn't think about that. I don't think he knows what's going on yet. But I honestly just don't see him Yeah, I'll, I'll be stay. curious. Also, I just don't think there's a lot going on in these next couple episodes because all the previews, they try to, like, mask it, but it's all about Heather coming and, like, the girls crying, like, next week, basically. Okay, I was thinking that, too. I don't think... And then I was like, I bet they can't show footage from hometowns because... That'll give away. Yeah, because there's 10 people. Like, there are way too many people here. Right. So, Still. and hometowns are two weeks away, so they couldn't show any of that footage. So then do you think he'll cut, like, four people, and then it'll be six, and then it'll be hometowns with four people? I I bet, like, someone goes home on a one-on-one. Serena C's got to be going home next week. I bet he'll get send, like, three girls home this week. I hope he doesn't send Chelsea home. I hope not. She's so sweet. Yeah, I hope. I mean, I'd love to see her in the top four and get to know her better, but... Yeah, I just felt like the previews were, they were trying to mask that it was all... Yeah, the previews didn't give us a lot. No. I also, I'm just like, Heather, what did you think was going to happen? But I actually am kind of, it makes me excited for next week because I think, you know, I really enjoyed last week's episode and I feel like based on the the previews, I wasn't like, oh, this is going to be so good. Yeah. So I have like no expectations, whereas sometimes the ones where they really overly tease. So true. I'm so underwhelmed. So true. Oh, man. Yeah, that's a great point. I just thought of this because of all the teasing of the escort stuff. Like, ABC did Britney so wrong. (laughs) Yeah, I do feel really bad for her that that was her two episode. They could have cut all that out. Oh, my gosh. Really quick, too. We need to touch on this theory that it's going around that apparently the show cut out an entire, like, person. Yes. Uh, What was it? Elite Daily? Yeah, I saw it on the Elite Daily... um, Snapchat story that based on 
I guess the wedding date where they did the photo shoot and then the capture the flag type thing. Capture my heart. Yeah. There was apparently a whole another person, but they didn't really explain much more other than they think a contestant may have been edited out. So we don't know anything else other than there's this theory that someone was edited out. That is so crazy. Do you remember at the beginning of all of this, I think it was reality, Steve, I'm sure it was, Yeah. said that Matt's girlfriend that he dated for a couple months over the summer. I didn't think it was a girl. I thought it was like someone he went on like four dates with. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Like, but someone that he had dated and been seen with like at a fashion show with Tyler too. Like shows up. Yeah. Shows up as one of those new girls. So... Or maybe she showed up night one. We don't, I guess we don't really know. But I thought sure she was going to show up with the batch of new girls and then that storyline never played out. Yeah, so maybe that was the person. Or I wonder if like it's someone that... Ran into some controversy or something? Yes. Yeah, like people found out stuff about them or... Maybe. And they just didn't even want to give them any screen time. I just think it's crazy that they, you know, kept some of this content in here. Yeah. Like, can you imagine the editing that would have to go into, like, making sure that that oh girl God. was never in any of the shots? That's insane. That would be so hard. That kind of makes me think maybe it's not. Yeah, because when you think about all of the... I, I always pay really close attention to, for example, like, the random shots of when Serena came back into that living room and they were all... Like, because I want to see yes. who hangs out with who. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Um, so I feel like I would have noticed if it was some there's someone that we'd never seen. Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah, I'm not sure about that one, but we'll maybe hear more about that. Hopefully our batch news next week will not contain anything about Peter and Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> and I hate to say this, but I hope it contains something about Jed. <laughs> oh, no. I do want to touch on, I know that we talked batch news at the beginning, but I did see some articles that Rachel Lindsay is disappointed with Dale. Just a quick Clarendale update, because... I just do enjoy creeping on their Instagram still. and She is friends with Claire, though, so I think she kind of has to yeah. have her back and say yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. Because I know that they are good friends. I know. So I think it would be kind of weird if she was like, go Dale. Yeah, no, for sure. But she says like he's kind of trying to milk the fame now at this point. And Ugh. I need to unfollow him because I still follow him just because I was trying to get the, the scoop breakup news. And now he's just annoying me. Yeah, he posts a lot. Claire dyed her hair pink. She has the breakup hair going. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone always, you know, gets the bangs or highlights their hair. Or chops it off. <laughs> That's great. It looks cute on her, though. I like it. Yeah, man. I hope she finds someone great. I really do. That will put up with all of her antics. Um, so please give us a shout out on social media. We're on Instagram at Bachelorette Buds. We post every time we have an episode out to let you guys know when it airs. And you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts. You can check us out on Spotify. We're on all of the major podcast um, platforms. Platforms. <laughs> okay, that was very long-winded. Um, so... We cannot wait to dive into everything next week and we'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks for listening.